Good morning and welcome to Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Monday, the 20th of August. Where did the time go? I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Uh, We had high school football started. We got college football on the way. Pro football, who cares? Well, anyway, I'd like to care, but I don't anymore. So uh, until they can all get this. I don't even know what they're protesting about exactly, but until that's done, I'm done. Uh, but but nonetheless, what a great, great weekend we had here at the Patriot Trading Group. Uh, thank you so much to all our great customers in Colorado who attended the event over the weekend. A lot of people had never, ever, ever been in a pawn shop before, and and we're blown away by all the great things that Rod and his crew have down there. Uh, so thank you all so very, very much. And that's how it works, right? We we support each other. We're like a big family, right? You know, you think about Patriot and KXXD here in Phoenix, uh, KHNC in Colorado, all of you that enjoy this program and all the other programs that are on the networks, you've got to support those people, support those advertisers, Support the the people that are on the air, giving it to you day in and day out. And uh, it really was. It was a great event. And Jason and Brian and Cody and Brooke, uh, thank all of you so much for, for taking the extra time and all of our great customers out there that, that were there at the event. I, I believe uh, we actually have some pictures posted on Facebook uh, to Brooke. Thank you, Brooke. Uh, so we're trying to keep you all in the know and let you see what's going in and out. Uh, some big things happened over the weekend. The national debt, nobody wants to tell you. Let's just tell you how great everything is. Another $50 billion jump seemingly overnight. We have now crossed $21.4 trillion. So you think about it, I mean, it just feels like last week we, we hit 21. We're, we're, by the end of the month, are we already going to be at 21 and a half? And I've been telling you, listen, we're going to be at 22 before the end of the year. And now I'm worried that that's not enough. And if Venezuela is an example of what happens when debt runs wild, get ready. Uh, Over the weekend, and we haven't talked a lot about Venezuela, but we know, right, their currency has collapsed. They have inflation. I I saw a report out of Bloomberg that says inflation was 1 million percent. I mean, wow. They are the first. So they, they did a couple of things. One is, and we know this throughout history, when currencies collapse, right, you get a A reset, if you will. Like, you know, you go to uh, 1933. Our currency didn't collapse. Of course, what what collapsed, right? The financial institutions and Wall Street. And uh, since we had a central bank, their bright idea was to help their friends. But nonetheless, what did they do? They closed the banks. They confiscated your money. Now, they don't say it like that. But that's what happened. The money was gold and silver. They replaced it with paper. Right? No longer after our country confiscated gold and silver, 
Could you exchange your paper dollars for gold and silver? They they took it all from the citizenry. If we want to believe, and, and I do, I, I believe, I, I do believe this part, the vast majority of the gold that is allegedly in Fort Knox came from the Gold Confiscation Act of 1933. Right? They melted it down. Apparently, they didn't take out the impurities and all that stuff. And, you know, I don't know why, but anyway, that's what's supposed to be in there. Over the weekend in Venezuela, see, their currency wasn't backed by gold, right? No currency is backed by gold anymore. They had a 95% devaluation. You know, we used to talk about how, you know, remember when we thought maybe it was going to be an Amero or something like that, that new currency when the when our currency collapses? And I say when because we all know it's when. And, and, and believe it or not, here's what's so funny. If you actually, then you don't even have to press that hard. But if you push the issue with any economist, with any central banker, Eventually, the currency will go to zero. And that, that's really what happened in Venezuela over the weekend. They took the strong, uh, and, and I don't know if I'm announcing it correctly, uh, Boulevard, Boulevard, which was the Venezuelan currency, and they replaced it with a sovereign Boulevard. And it has... They essentially took off five zeros off of the currency. And, and you know, we used to talk about, we didn't know uh, 10 to 1. We always used to say if you had $10,000 and the currency goes bust, they'll replace it with like a 1,000 of something else. We used to say maybe it would be a 1,000 Ameros. Uh, now we know uh, Venezuela did a quasi-conversion to, I'll liken it to a bit. Coin, but they're using oil. And this is very important. See, Venezuela doesn't have gold, so they use something else that they did have that was real crude oil. We'll talk about that when we return. 800 Gold's up 10, almost 11. $1,187. Silver's up. Uh, uh, five and a half, let's call it six cents, $14.70. Uh, and depending on where you look, so if you go out to our website today, gold gold will be up. I think silver's actually showing down a couple of cents. After the market closed on Friday, we saw a big move in gold and silver. Uh, we've gotten some follow-through uh, today as we're going to get a meeting in Jackson Hole where the all the big elites, right, the bankers and their buddies, and, and, it, and it's, it really is criminal, right? If the central bank is supposedly, allegedly, supposed to have all of this autonomy, right? We're not allowed to audit them. We're not allowed uh, to, to understand exactly what it is that they do. And somehow they're supposed to have, uh, you, you know, you're neutral, if you would. 
and not be, you know, their their argument for no audit. Well, we don't want to be uh, uh, forced into something politically. <laughs> That's what they, Congress and the President and all the, the Treasury Secretary, they're not even allowed to mention our name. Right? I mean, that's what they would want. Right? Remember when Donald Trump t- tweeted weeks ago about how the dollar was too strong, and they're, oh, boo-hoo, the president's trying to interfere. Then why are they allowed to meet with all their banker buddies in Jackson Hole, Wyoming? Right? They're, they're not impartial. They want to what? They want to do the bidding of their buddies, period. And, of course, the bidding of their buddies means bad news. I'm sorry, but it just means bad news for us because they're nothing more than thieves. That's what they are. They even admit it. I'm not. And this isn't some profound statement. Right? They admit it every day. We want 2% inflation. That's what they say. That's their quote-unquote target. What that really means, because inflation's confusing, so confusing, and nobody wants to hear about it, it's too hard to understand. What it really is, is devaluation of your money, period. That's what inflation is. They want things to be more expensive. They say they only want them to be, you know, 2% a year more expensive. (laughs) And, oh, by the way, we let them decide how to calculate what more expensive is. But I know it's not new. I should get off my soapbox, but it's ridiculous what we tolerate. And you know what? If somebody came out and they explained it in black and white and plain English, most Americans who have no idea would be appalled. They'd be like, no, they wouldn't believe it. They honestly, truth, I guarantee they would not believe it for a second. That's what it is. Exactly what it is. But here's the funny thing is, and I, you know, of course, the people that put this stuff out there, they already know. They're going to say bad things, I guess, uh, at Jackson Hole. They're going to warn about uh, what I've been telling you about, obviously, which is, hey, things are going to slow down. They just are. Not because I want them to, just because everybody's broke. Pretty simple. The more things cost, the less money people have. Just ask the people in Venezuela. Doesn't matter. They have no money. And, And so getting back to what's happened there. They essentially did, and they went 95%. So they went even farther. If you had $10,000 in Venezuela today, you end up with only 5% of that, right? So you end up with not $1,000, $500. And, and, The interesting thing is they used blockchain technology to have this new currency, this sovereign boulevard, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, to be backed by oil. 
which, hey, when you don't have gold, right, you got to have something else. And, and, and is it going to work? Probably not. But, but the, 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 the thing that we have to watch is how is it going to happen for us? And it's going to be, and I think it's going to be very, very similar. They're using some form of crypto. Now, in the case of Venezuela, it is backed with crude oil. Or I guess, I don't even know if it's backed. That may even be the wrong word. I know that they're using crude oil as the, the pricing mechanism. But here in the United States and elsewhere, this is what we're facing. And again, it's not an if. It's a win. And when I woke up this morning and I realized, wow, the national debt jumped $50 billion seemingly overnight. But it does that two or three times a month. And I guess 50 is on the low side. We're already, we're almost, I mean, we just got to 21. We're almost at 21 and a half. Now, we're, before the end of the year, we're going to be north of 22 trillion. And you know, and I know, listen, we can pretend for a little while. It always works this way. Right? We'll pretend for a little while. Oh, well, the, the debts don't matter if we don't talk about it. Now they'll get the idiots like Larry Kudlow to come out on TV. Oh, somehow, you know, economic growth's going to help the debt. No, it's not. For the debt to actually go down, we would need GDP to be six, probably seven, maybe even eight percent. And it has to be not a quarter, like continuously. It's not happening, right? We're not even going to be at four. Right, even the CBO said, "Well, this 2018 will be at three, and then every year after that, it's going to be well, 2019 two and a half, by 2020 less than two. And the reason is we're suffocating ourselves with debt. Right, this is kind of the the last hurrah before at what before? Well, I guess unless we get tax cuts two, three, four, five, I don't know how it will all work. Right, it's unpayable." Every single, what, about every 30 to 90 days, we get another update on on either how quickly the debt is rising, right? Just think about it. What was it? Less than 60 days ago, the CBO added a over a trillion dollars to the deficit over the next 10 years, just overnight. Oh, let's add another trillion. And guess what? In another 30 days, they're going to add another trillion, another trillion, another trillion. They keep lowering when these trust funds, and again, there's no trust and there's no funds. But anyway, <laughs> it's funny how they use both of those words and there's neither. When they're going to run out of money. And the problem is, it's never later, it's always sooner. And then you end up in a situation like in Venezuela this morning where nobody knows what anything costs. And here's the problem, and then the inflation just starts again. And you look at what exactly what we did to ourselves. We've already done it. We've done it once. When people say the United States has never defaulted on the debt, that's not true. We absolutely did. We stopped paying people in gold and silver. 
allowing in 1971, no foreign government could demand payment from treasuries that they had bought in gold. What is that call? <laughs> you defaulted. We actually changed all of the contracts and took that part out. And now, just like Venezuela, once the debt gets big enough, pretty soon they won't want dollars anymore either. And that's really the cycle that we're in. That's the cycle of fiat money. And people don't want to understand it, and they don't want to believe it. They actually want to believe that that piece of paper that gets mailed to them or electronically sent to them that says, your 401k or your IRA is worth this or worth that, it's all made up. Just like in 1929 when the market crashed, and it crashed in 87, and the tech bubble, and then, of course, the housing and financial bubbles, they all crash. Then you get wiped out, and then you build back. And you know what's funny is maybe, maybe, and I'll have to look, for most people, their 401k balances are barely back to where they were before the crisis, yet... Wall Street's up not quite twice as almost, but almost twice as much as it was then because that's how it worked. And you sit there and you try to decipher all of this stuff of these trade wars and and who's going to give in to who, this issue with Turkey, uh, now we want the Space Army and all of this stuff. Listen, it never ends. And they have these bankers that their only real goal is to put you into serfdom. And the answer is really simple. You're easier to control. Look at Venezuela. Millions of people are fleeing if they can. Nobody else can do anything there, right? You're thinking, why don't they overthrow? Why don't they revolt? Why doesn't everybody think? Because they don't. Because you know why? They're totally reliant upon the government, even for their meager lives. And that's what exactly where we're at. Think about it. Look at all the people on some form of government program. It's non-ending. And every time there's a crisis, every time there's something that it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And, of course, now what? We got people running for office that, you know, like the midterms. Some people are saying, I say some people, because I don't know, I don't follow it enough, that say the Democrats are going to gain 75 seats in the House and take control. And, and pretty much uh, at that point, if that's true, then most of the Trump stuff doesn't happen. Because you know how it is. They're going to block everything. But, of course, what are they running on? We're from the government, and we're here to help you. And there's enough people out there that need the help, despite the quote-unquote booming economy. And really, the only thing really booming is debt. And, And I'm not just talking about federal debt. I'm not just talking about state debt. County debt, city debt, personal debt, they're all at record. 
But guess what else is at record? Business debt. Most of you have no idea the amount of debt that all of these companies have taken on. Right? There's a reason why JCPenney's is going to go out of business and Sears is going out of business and Macy's going out of business and all the other, you know, why did Sports Authority go out of business? Why did why did Toys R Us go out of business? Why did all these places go debt? And they all have it. Right? I mean, you've got the the, the the Googles and the Amazons of the world, but the most of the companies that are publicly traded companies are are been fueling themselves with debt. And according to the latest data that's out there, when you really look at what's happening as far as global debt goes, we've reached the levels that we've never seen before. And guess what? The numbers are only getting bigger. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. On June 5th, the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights issued a statement blasting the Trump administration's policy of zero tolerance for illegal entry into the United States. The statement ordered our government to, quote, stop criminalizing what should at most be an administrative offense, that of irregular entry or stay in the U.S., end quote. The U.N. Human Rights Office accused our government of committing a serious violation of the rights of the child before complaining that the U.S. is the only country in the world not to have ratified the U.N. Convention on the Rights of the Child. That's right. The United States has wisely refused to ratify that dangerous U.N. treaty since the 1990s, when it was pushed by then First Lady Hillary Clinton and properly opposed by Phyllis Schlafly. The Trump administration decided to meet this international abuse head-on. On June 19th, the U.S. formally withdrew from a related U.N. agency called the Human Rights Council, whose members include some of the most repressive regimes on Earth. U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley denounced the Human Rights Council, which has passed more resolutions to condemn Israel specifically than to condemn Syria, Iran, and North Korea combined, as an organization that is unworthy of its name. Another globalist tribunal, which our country declined to join more than 15 years ago, is the International Criminal Court, located in The Hague. This did not stop a clueless protester from shouting at Kirsten Nielsen, Trump's Secretary of Homeland Security, that, quote, you belong in The Hague, end quote. Donald Trump has been winning, quite handily, from the hushed halls of the Supreme Court to the back roads of rural America to even the world stage. Even in the midst of this onslaught from the U.N. and liberal stooges hunting down his team in public, Trump triumphed throughout June with big wins before the Supreme Court and astounding economic approval polls. The new liberal strategy of harassing Trump and his officials at every opportunity is backfiring, particularly on the global front. The harder the left and the U.N. smears and harass the Trump team, the stronger America becomes. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Do you like what you see at the Trump White House? Will President Trump continue to advance conservative ideals? 
At phyllisschlafly.com, you gain complete access to Phyllis Schlafly Eagles news updates and commentaries and can track our work on Capitol Hill. Go online often to phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We hit a new all-time record high global debt now. Two hundred forty-seven trillion dollars, and actually, that's an old number because uh, that's just from the first quarter of uh, twenty eighteen. Now, two hundred forty-seven trillion. GDP of the entire United States is only $20 trillion. Uh, By the way, since the end of 2016, what is that, uh, five quarters? Five quarters. But yet all of 2017 and the first quarter of 2018, that number has grown by $30 trillion. And they're trying to tell you it's prosperity. That's where your 401k money is going. That's where your IRAs are going, right? That's where it goes. And I know, I know, I know. We had this, uh, what do we call it, four-month pullback here in gold, and they beat the crap out of it. And so, you know, everything's so great. Now, remember, gold's only really down in the U.S. Everywhere else, it's done real well. Uh, it, and, and it's going to come, and it's going to come quickly. I keep telling you that. Uh, right now, gold's up 12 and a half at 11.89 now. Silver's up nine cents, 14.72. We've got. Listen, I've got. Uh, you know what? I do need to say this. We are working on delivery time for all of our core items. $20 Liberties, $10 Liberties, $5 Liberties, and Silver Eagles. We are going to try to get to the point uh, where we will be able to deliver on the spot in both Colorado and in Phoenix. Matter of fact, Colorado starting today. We are live with delivery, immediate delivery. Of all of those items, $20 Liberties, $10 Liberties, $5 Liberties, Silver Eagles, immediate delivery. In Phoenix, we should be there within two weeks. So in both offices, you'll be able to, if we're running a special on and any of those products, you're going to be able to come in and pick them up on the spot. And you won't have to wait. And, and same thing, our shipping times are going to go way down. Uh, it's taken us a while. We've been working on this for months and months and months, and now we're ready. So in, in, in anticipation of that, we're going to start small here. I've got 20 of each, 20, $20 liberties, $20, $10 liberties, $25 liberties. And then we've got... Uh, I think it's, what, four cases of Silver Eagles, and I'm going to give you the pricing because this is – forget about what's on the website. These are going to be significantly lower, and I mean significantly lower than what's on the web. U.S. 
$20 Liberties. There's only 20 of them. Again, these are live in Colorado and Phoenix. I'll have them here, but they're live in Colorado. $1,270. So that's $25 less. If you think about it, it goes back to 1190 uh, premiums. I've been telling you how premiums are rising and rising and rising here. $1,270 on $10 Liberties, 20 of these, $635. You save $35 a coin on the $10 Liberties. You can order them in Phoenix and or Colorado. Uh, if you're ordering in Colorado and you want to pick up, these are live in stock in Colorado uh, and in Phoenix, it'll be normal stuff. I'll get them in, but in the next two weeks, we're going to be live in stock all the time. $5 Liberties. $330 on the five. And there's 20 of those. You're going to save 20 bucks a piece. That's incredible. 330 on $5 Liberty Gold. Finally, Silver Eagles. We can get 2018. They're $370 a roll. If you are good with backdate, we have backdate Silver Eagles today, four cases of them, and they're sealed. Right? They haven't seen the light of day. $350 a roll at 800-951-0592. I know that's a lot to take in. It's a lot of items. The pricing is just, it's incredible. Uh, we've had, we had this great, what I, you know, and I'll call it what it is. We had the unicorn pullback. America's great. And you hear it all the time. Everybody else is having a hard time, but America, we're great. The economy's so great. I could make the economy great, too, if I could go a trillion dollars into debt. Here's the problem. A trillion dollars isn't enough. But next year, it's going to be 1.2, Really, next year, there's a really good chance that the actual real debt exceeds $2 trillion. And the small number will be 1.3 or 1.4 trillion, but the real number will be two. And then they're going to go to be the three. And I know you don't want to believe me. I know. I don't want to believe myself either. The amount of interest that we're paying on the debt, right, is going, we're going to be at over a trillion dollars a year. And it's not going to be that long. I mean, already this year, I think we hit half a bill, half a trillion. We already spent five hundred billion dollars on interest, and you start really looking at what is happening. Listen, right? We we saw it, and think about this: these are countries now, right? We saw it in Cyprus. Ask Greeks how good life is in Greece. Not that good, right? We see it in Venezuela. Italy's next, right? The vultures are circling, right? And, and you're seeing this, and, it, and again, 
They want you to believe that it's contained. Oh, it's contained. Turkey. Right? Well, Turkey actually may beat Italy now, right? And they're trying to tell, oh, it's going to be contained. I heard some idiot on the television today talking, oh, Turkey's only the fourth thing you should be worried about. We got entire countries blowing up. What's blowing up? Their fiat currency is blowing up. Why is it blowing up? Debt. And specifically, way too much debt. What do you think we're doing? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Yeah, don't get ready. That's just dumb. Don't prepare. <laughs> right? Even though you know, right? Wait. For what? I don't know. Because really, here's what we're, we're just seeing the deficit numbers from the tax. We haven't really, we're just starting to get there. And they're way bigger than they thought. Not that I they, I knew. The USA Today now. It has become very clear this month that neither the White House nor its allies on Capitol Hill want you to know that the federal budget is already in very bad shape and getting worse. And it doesn't matter. I know they're, you know, the the Trump White House. He didn't help, right? The the tax cut, which hey, I don't like paying taxes either. But you know my issue with it all all along. The giveaway to Wall Street was disgusting. That's just my opinion because all they do is buy back their own stock, right? Now, why why can't we? Hey, you'll get a tax cut if you spend it on building factories or you spend it on wages. We didn't do that. Instead, we let them trick us into thinking, you know, oh, we'll give you a one-time bonus. Yeah, okay. It happened when the U.S. Treasury, the official keepers of the financial results, issued their monthly statement for the first 10 months of 2018. And the federal revenue spending and, therefore, the budget deficit. The Treasury showed what no one wants to admit. The deficit is spiking. This is unprecedented. Right? And I keep telling you, we've never seen this before. And right now, they're trying to pretend like it's all going to be, you know, uh, candies and nuts, if you will. The federal government's red ink is already up over 20% from 2017. And I'm going to tell you right now, get ready. My guess, we're probably looking at 30% increases in, in budget deficits every single year for the next 5, 10, maybe even 15 years. That's just math. Sorry. And, you know, don't worry. Any little thing they think they can tell you they can do, they can't. Right? Because already just Social Security, Medicare, defense spending, and interest on the debt alone takes up all the money. All the money. 
After effect, all the money plus them. They're, they're saying that with the uh, infrequent and, and uh, unsustainable situation that is going to get worse, they said that the, uh, the trillion-dollar budget deficits that are occurring that were allegedly only going to be temporary, remember the Obama administration, now we're facing trillion-dollar deficits, and it's only going to get worse. I mean, this is out of the, the USA Today, and they try to slant it as a Republican thing or a Democrat thing. It's not. This is a we've lived beyond our means, and the central bank, to help their friends, Remember the bail-ins, or the bail-outs, I should say. But we didn't get to reset. Instead, they covered up debt with more debt in five quarters. The last quarter of 2016 to the first quarter of 2018, global debt has grown by $30 trillion. That's where most of that is. Just on the federal level. We're over two, but close it down, two and a half trillion of that, 30, <laughs> right? Real real number, not small number, but real numbers. Two and a half trillion of that, just our federal government. That doesn't account the debt of all the Wall Street corporations and all the cities of the states and all that, right? We, we make up a big piece of that number. And now they're talking about as these debt is growing, we're seeing more and more countries have problems paying for them. And this is really, they're trying to make uh, Turkey seem like a political thing. They're trying to make the China thing look like a trade war and all this stuff. This really has to do with debt. And we're starting now again. It never stopped. Right? It was Cyprus. Then it was Greece. Now it's Venezuela. But, you know, with Venezuela, we didn't like them, so let's not talk about them. Now it's Turkey and Italy. Right? These aren't little countries anymore. Right? We didn't even talk about Canada and Saudi Arabia. I don't know if you caught that, the big spat that they're having, and Saudi Arabia is like, that's it. We're getting rid of all our Canadian debt. It's everywhere. And either you're prepared or you're not. And there's only one thing. Listen, ask the people in Venezuela. If you had gold and you had silver in Venezuela, you could still keep your lifestyle. Because that's really all it's meant to do. Is gold meant to make you wealthier? No. It's meant to protect what you have. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment on this Monday. 800-951-0592, as we continue to improve here, uh, we are working quickly towards having same-day delivery for all of our core items. $20, $10, $5 Liberties, Silver Eagles. Uh, we are now 
set up in Colorado. Uh, and we're working here. Give us a couple of weeks or so, and we'll be all set here in Phoenix as well. Uh, to celebrate that today, we've got 20 twenty dollar liberties at twelve seventy. We've got twenty ten dollar liberties at half that at six thirty five and twenty five dollar liberties at three hundred and thirty. And all of those those are significant savings. Uh, if you're asking me which way do you go, you go bottom up here. I I, I like fractional stuff first when it's reasonably priced, right? When you can buy it reasonably. Uh, and, and today, if it was me and you're saying, which one I'd buy the $5 Liberties first at 320 then the 10s, and then the 20s. But I know a lot of people are like, especially uh, you bigger guys, you just like to stack them. Uh, so we got a roll of 20s there. It, it, it's priced $1,270. Look at gold here. Gold's up almost 13 bucks to Bumping up here on eleven hundred and ninety, so it's eighty bucks over spot. Which again, I've been warning you about these premiums. They're all coming back to to where they used to be. Which, in my opinion, anyway, probably means gold's getting ready uh, to go the other way. We had this big dollar rally, but not for reasons that most people understood. It's not sustainable. I think we're if we're not at the bottom, we're real, real close to it. And today, anyway, kind of acting like we are, but we don't know. We'll see. And then silver. U.S. Silver Eagles, these are back date. Uh, these Silver Eagles in particular and the ones up in, in Colorado right now, never seen the light of day. So they were uh, sealed cases. Uh, we've got four cases, three hundred and fifty dollars a roll, uh, eight thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars for the case. That puts them at two dollars seventy-five cents over spot at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And remember, Woody, we're 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 hedging, we're preparing because we're making some reasonable assumptions. The budget deficits out of the USA Today carrying it. And, and again, I wish they'd stop being political. It's not a Democrat or a Republican thing. The deficits were spiking already. Think about after the, oh, you know, the big trillion-dollar numbers from Obama because of the financial crisis and the war in Afghanistan and Iraq, right? We got, I think, the low deficit number was like $450 billion, something out, which is already outrageous. Right, just think about this. We spent more in debt uh, interest payments on the debt than that number. But even from there, it went from four, like four fifty to five and a quarter to six to six sixty six. Now this year, it's going to be like nine hundred to a trillion. Next year, it's north. You see what I'm saying? It's already happening. Make sure you're ready. Eight hundred nine five one. 0592 Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.